0: And good morning, high school football fans. Welcome to the high school sports roundup here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finocchi, all presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on the roundup. PJ Zuko here with you once again as uh, we wrap up the second week of the high school football playoffs in the GHSA and uh, in, in Giza as well. Uh, they're all across the coastal Georgia and Okefenokee area, and uh, not not gonna lie, tough night, tough night there last night for uh, a lot of teams from around the area. Uh, but a heck of a season for a lot of teams as well. As uh, we we wrap up the second week here of the playoffs and look forward to to some more big weeks as well. You know, I do have a few teams that were able to win and move forward, and certainly looking forward to uh, what they're able to do is that they go. Move on, you're practicing on Thanksgiving, and uh, that, that's you know kind of always what you look forward to as that means you, you're really making it deep into the playoffs there. And yeah, as I said though, uh, a couple teams with, with some tough losses there last night as well, and a, a heck of a showing from all those teams, not not only throughout the course of the year, uh, but also there last night. You had a lot of games a lot of teams coming down to the last possession or the last possession or two um, in their football games, and uh, just some of them weren't able to pull it out. Some of them uh, were able able to do exactly that. So let's start going through the scores here on the roundup and uh, stepping through uh, here all all, all the games from last night and everything that was going on. Take a look at uh, what teams are moving forward into uh, as well. But you're looking 6A. Brunswick High there in Glenn County Stadium. Uh, but what, what a, what a back-and-forth contest. What a wild game there against Decula out of Atlanta. Decula able to come away with the victory there, 29-21. to uh, Brunswick High's undefeated season uh, falls, falls there in, in the second round against a heck of a ball club. And I said it uh, throughout the course of the week. Uh, I know uh, said it talking to Christian the other day on second down there are a number of matchups and were a number of matchups last night that you feel like could have been semi-final game matchups, could have been uh, third round, and, and sometimes it just works out that way, right? It, you know, you have a certain team uh, lose throughout the season. Um, and, you know, one time in region, they end up being a two-seed or a three-seed all of a sudden due to tiebreakers or something like that, and you, you see a matchup uh, like you do. Uh, in, in the second round, instead of deeper in the season and uh, deeper in the postseason, so I feel like that one of those games. Tequila, always a, a very strong football program and a strong football team. And at the end of the day, though, if if Kai was able to put together, I think their their best game, uh, you know, I, I I think they would uh, certainly have been able to come out with a victory there. Tough game there last night, though. Uh, a, a lot of kind of self-inflicted wounds uh, from the. Uh, Brunswick High. Pirates at the same time some very impressive place, very impressive dri- impressive drives as well and had it right there on the edge too. You, you come back um, score a touchdown there late recover the onside kick and uh, a tough uh, pick six there on the first play after the onside kick for Decula to take it back for a touchdown and, and win that one. So uh, Decula wins that one 29-21 over Brunswick High in, in a tough contest there and uh, certainly, be talking more about that one throughout the show. Can't wait to also talk about talk to Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, um, and have him coming up in just a few minutes and uh, talk with him about the, uh, of course, the, the course of the whole season. Um, look at that game, uh, of course. Look back at uh, what happened there last night, but also just what well, what an impressive team, what an impressive showing they've put together here all throughout 2021. But also last night in five A, you have Ware County. In another one of these matchups that I feel like, man, this could have been a semifinal type of matchup. And, you know, take a look and, and keep your eye on whoever wins this game, right? Back and forth all night. Ware County taking the lead all night by seven points, but just not really able to ever pull away in that one is uh, Ware County then falls to Calhoun 49-42. to uh, Calhoun able to come back, score a couple touchdowns there late and get the victory over the Ware County Gators. And um, that's been an interesting thing kind of all year, right? Now y- You have uh, Ware County, this is actually the the exact same score of their first loss of the season there against Benedictine uh, in Savannah. And, and the Cadets at 49-42. to 42. And an impressive offensive showing all year. I feel like in, in games like this, it kind of gets into a score fest type of thing. And Ware County obviously able to... Score a ton of points and be very impressive. Uh, sometimes, though, uh, that defense I feel like maybe not not able to keep up with the offense. Um, so, at the end of the day, Calhoun, a very impressive football program, very impressive team. And again, I feel like you could have saw this matchup in the in the semifinals in a different year and with with different seedings and everything like that. But uh, Calhoun gets the victory there, forty nine to forty two, and uh, they. Will move on uh, to to keep their playoff hopes alive. Calhoun will take on Clark County, uh, Clark Central uh, there next week as Clark Central gets the win over Stars Mill last night, twenty four to seven. On the other side in five A, you have Warner Robbins. They get the victory. Last one alive there out of that region, and uh, Warner, Warner Robbins defeats Cartersville twenty four to seventeen. And uh, Warner Robbins will travel to Jones County uh, coming up next week. But you move down to three A. Pierce County still kicking after a a huge victory over Dawson County. Never in doubt with a 49 to nothing victory over Dawson County last night. Absolutely rolling. Of course, you have everything clicking to be able to get that kind of win. Uh, Same thing against Windsor Forest the the week before that with a victory in round one. And uh, Pierce County, just kind of everything coming together as the season has gone on uh, for the Pierce County Bears. Of course, you start the 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 year tough there with that loss to Brunswick High. Also banged up, also dealing with COVID issues and things like that. You move throughout the season. You take on Gunnar Stockton and, and Rabin County, and you you honestly defensively you hold them to only 28 points. Um and and falling that one 28 to 21 was a tough ball game all the way throughout, and not able to come away with the victory there. But of course, that was the last time the Pierce County Bears tasted defeat here in 2021. Since then. They they've been absolutely rolling, even in you know the, the biggest contest of the year, not allowing any points against Appling County there in their region championship game, uh, which they won twenty to nothing. So they move on to the third round. The Pierce County Bears will host Peach County. Peach County with with all their you know offensive firepower that we're used to uh, there. It, you know uh, it, it seems like every single year. Uh, Peach, Peach County is either in the state championship game or in the semifinals. So that's going to be a heck of a matchup. Pierce County hosting Peach County coming up next week. Thanksgiving weekend, I mean, uh, what, what, what else uh, could you think up for a third-round game on Thanksgiving weekend in, in 3A football? Uh, the Pierce County, the defending state champions, of course, taking on Peach County there next week. You look at the other side, still alive as well is Appling County. 20 winners over Cherokee Bluff last night. Appling County will move on and take on Thompson uh, there next week. Thompson beating Ringgold 14-0 there last night. So Thompson hosting Appling County next week. Pierce County hosting Peach County. And uh, certainly looking forward to seeing how all that turns out. Uh, Taking a look around there at 3A as well. You also have uh, Southeast Bullock who got their first Playoff victory since the 1970s last week. Their reward for that was having to travel up to Cedar Grove and take on Cedar Grove. And, and uh, Cedar Grove got the victory there 48-10. to 10. Uh, They'll move on and take on Crisp County uh, coming up there next week. Also, semi-local here. You have Liberty County. They got the victory over Brantley County last week. They fought a Carver out of Atlanta. They're a, a, a tough two-seed, if you ask me. Uh, Carter out of Atlanta beat... Uh, Liberty County there, fifty-three to twelve, and Carver, Carver, excuse me, will host Burke County uh, coming up next week. So uh, some big matchups there in the third round of the high school football playoffs in three A. Kind of all the likely suspects, right? Cedar Grove at Crisp, Appling County at Thompson, uh, Peach County at Pierce County, and Burke County at Carver out of Atlanta. That is a heck of a four-game slate there for for 3A so certainly looking forward to that but uh, moving on to single a public McIntosh County Academy sadly their season comes to an end there last night in a a heck of a ball game there in overtime against Manchester Manchester gets the win over the Buccaneers 19 to 13 there last night at the ship in an absolute defensive battle uh there but between those two teams and uh, Manchester. I mean, this isn't something that that's necessarily surprising either. McIntosh County Academy has been a solid defensive team all year. Of course, winning their first round game 32 to six over Mitchell County, and Manchester got their upset over one seed uh, on their side, Georgia Military. They won that game 20 to eight. So, you know, not not a couple teams that are going to light up the scoreboard by any means, but play really solid defense, and that's what we saw all last night uh, between McIntosh County Academy and Manchester. Manchester just able to do just enough there in in overtime to come away with the victory. And now the four seed moving on to the third round to travel to Wilcox County coming up next week. So big win for Manchester there. Tough, tough loss there for McIntosh County Academy. Uh, but you come into the postseason there as a three seed. I thought for, you know, just, just kind of looking and, and maybe looking ahead, I thought uh, possibly McIntosh County Academy, even as the three seed, uh, could, could be a solid third, maybe even a you know, third round, maybe even semifinal type of football team just with with you know how they've looked all year and, and how impressively they've played. You're in a region with ECI and Metter, uh, two insanely good high school football teams uh, that, that, have, that have you know, shown that over the course of the postseason. Sadly, ECI fallen in Macon County there last night, but uh, they, they've shown that throughout the course of the year, of course, as well, but uh, McIntosh County Academy just not able to get over the hump there, get get the victory last night. They fall to Manchester, 19 to 13. You also have Metter on the other side there in Single A public. The Metter Tigers staying undefeated, getting the victory, 33 to six over Schley County. They will host Turner County coming up next week after Turner County defeats Bowden, 46 to 13. So uh, big wins there by Metter. A big win there by Menor to, to move on. Tough one there for McIntosh County Academy last night to finish the season for the Buccaneers. In single-A private, um, this obviously uh, m- moving up a little bit uh, north of us there for uh, the Savannah and Hilton Head area. But uh, single-A private, you have Calvary Day defeating Wesley in 35 to nothing there last night at home. The Cavaliers stay undefeated, and they move on to take on Fellowship Christian. Uh, coming up there next week. So uh, looking forward to that, Calvary Day. Been a strong team all year, obviously. a Very balanced, very deep football team. So uh, Calvary Day looking to host Fellowship Christian coming up next week after a big win. Savannah Country Day falls to Holy Innocence last night, 42-7. to So uh, a strong season by the the Savannah Country Day Hornets. They've had to deal with some injuries moving throughout the year, kind of had a, a tough Middle stretch of the season, but they come back in in region play and do some big things. Sadly fall to uh, Holy Innocence there last night, though, and their their run comes to an end uh, there against Holy Innocence, 42-7. to uh, While we're uh, talking about the, the Savannah, the Hilton Head area, uh, you move back up to 4A. Benedictine with a huge victory last night over Luella, 63-7, and they'll take on Marist coming up next week. Marist. Defeats LaGrange last night, 48-7. And that, again, just just what a football game that's going to be on Thanksgiving weekend between those two teams. Marist has been insanely strong all year. Uh, their two postseason games, a 49-7 win over uh, Cedar Shoals. And then, of course, the win last night, 48-7 over LaGrange. And Benedict, no stranger to that. Uh, I mean, they, they defeat Thomas County Central their first round game, 59-0 and a defeat Luella last night, 63-7. to So uh, two high-scoring offenses doing battle there next week in 4A uh, for another one of these insane contests that, that we get to look forward to uh, on Thanksgiving weekend over the course of, you know, all throughout the classifications uh, here in Georgia high school football. And, of course, what we expect. I mean, some of the best high school football players in the country residing right here in Georgia, and uh, we, we see that every single year. With the recruiting rankings and with uh, several college football teams coming down to Georgia uh, to come down and and get these high school football uh, players for their college teams, so no surprise there. But uh, obviously a tough one last night there in Glen County Stadium, as you know uh, Brunswick High gets down fourteen to nothing there uh, in in the first. And I I don't think that that's talked about enough is Brunswick High. The first time all year they they trailed was against Effingham, in the last game of the year when they were up. Uh, Effingham was up three to nothing. Brunswick High response uh, obviously goes on a big run there, twenty one to three, and holds Effingham off to win the region championship. This really the the second time of the year uh, they were down, and they were down, you know, pretty pretty solid amount. They're fourteen to nothing, two score game. Uh, didn't panic, though, by any means. Didn't panic. he come back for the Pirates and tie it up there before halftime with a couple Jacoby Hill touchdown runs, uh, but did have more opportunities. I think that, that is the the main thing and uh, kind of the main focus of last night when it comes down to how this game shook out. Is had a couple times inside the 10-yard line for the Pirates' offense. Two very impressive drives, uh, one 90-plus yard uh, drive that, that – uh, very well, could have ended up in the end zone, but you, you have a second and goal, a couple of delay a game penalties, couple, or a delay a game penalty, a couple of sacks there as well, and just uh, a, you know, a tough possession there. And then later a game, you, you have a, a similar situation where you're inside the 10, just not able to come away with points. So a couple of opportunities there that kind of fall by the wayside. Of course, you look at Tecula, you could say the same thing with a, a fumble on the goal line that Brunswick High was able to recover um, although that did turn around and give Decula a safety there a few plays later, so at the end of the day, some tough moments there last night for Brunswick High and and for uh, Decula to come away with the victory. Uh, but of course, you can go back and, and say that about you know all these losses from last night from from Coastal Georgia teams. Just some some tough moments, but doesn't certainly take away from a great season for for all these teams even. With it ending there in the second round, certainly not where they wanted it to end. Every team wants to end it in the, uh, you know, state championship game, hoisting that trophy over their head. But uh, sadly, just doesn't work out like that from time to time. Have a couple of teams still alive and still looking to do that. Uh, One team did it last year there in Pierce County, and uh, they're they're on a roll here once again, defeating Dawson County last night, 49 to nothing. And uh, we'll see what they can do against. Uh, Peach County on Thanksgiving Thanksgiving weekend uh, here in the third round next week. Certainly looking forward to that. But, yeah, tough one for Brunswick High last night. We'll come back, talk with Sean Pender uh, about that, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates. Also talk with him about just about the season as a whole. Undefeated season, region championship uh, there for Brunswick High, making it in a playoffs, big playoff win there last week. And, of course, yeah, ending it in a tough way last night but certainly doesn't take away from, from the great season they had and the memories uh, that, that everyone will have of this Brunswick High uh, undefeated football team up till last night. But we'll talk to him about all that when we come back here on the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okie the ESPN app, ESPNCoastal.com. Welcome back to High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okie all presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet. P.J. Zuko here with you. On the roundup this morning, taking a look back there at last night's uh, high school football games and matchups there in the second round of the GHSA playoffs. Last night, Tequila getting the victory over Brunswick High, twenty-nine to twenty-one. It was Calhoun over Ware County, forty-nine to forty-two. Pierce County getting the win over Dawson County, forty-nine to nothing. County defeating Cherokee uh, Branch there, uh, for, or Bluff, excuse me, thirty-four to twenty. Uh, Manchester getting the win over McIntosh County Academy 19 to 13, and Metter defeating Schley County 33 to six. But as I mentioned, tough one there last night in Glen County Stadium. Decula uh, coming down getting the victory over Brunswick High 29 to 21 in uh, quite the high school football ball game there. Uh, but joining us now the head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, Sean Pender, on the high school sports roundup. Coach Pender, great to have you on. I uh, know tough one there last night, but how you doing this morning?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Like I said earlier, PJ, it's it's always better to be on after a win than a loss.
0: Yeah, Coach, and totally, totally understandable for sure. And uh, I know uh, a tough one there last night as well as uh, Decula, a, a very talented, very good high school football team and, and program, and uh, came down and, and certainly uh, came came off the bus ready to go and got that 14-0 lead, you guys able to battle back. Uh, but still put up a, a, a very impressive sh- showing and, and w- was almost able to come back and get the victory there, uh, but uh, against a good team, uh, got to have, uh, you know, the best foot forward, and uh, sadly just some self-inflicted wounds there last night kind of kind of kept the win away from the Pirates.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, over this second-round drought here, this is three years in a row we got put out in the second round, and you know, year one and two, you know, I could accept a little bit better than this one because the teams who were playing were just better, and, you know, that just wasn't the case this week. This week, um, we um, we played against a very tough team, in Jacoola and they did a great job, so and nothing, I'm not taking anything away from them, I'm just, I just know that we didn't play our best football game, and uh, this time of year, you got to always play your best, and we just made too many mistakes, and... You made this type of mistakes against good teams like uh like Chukula, you're not you're not going to get away with a victory. I mean, we had three drives inside the go inside the 20, two drives we started from uh the shadows around go post and drive it all the way down inside the 10 and come away with zero points, a missed field goal and then uh got turned away on fourth down and made some some bad penalties, uh delay of gains uh down there and uh, then we, we just we just kept shooting ourselves in
0: the foot. Yeah, coach, and that, that's a, you, you mentioned that just uh, having the ball there in, inside the ten a few times and putting together really impressive drives, especially that that first one. I think it, you know a ninety foot it would have been a, a if you're able to get in the end zone ninety four yard uh, drive there starting at, at your own six and able to get all the way down to the eight. But uh, just you know the the late game, you have a couple of sacks there backing it up as well. You mentioned the, the missed field goal there on the on the other drive, also. But as you mentioned, you, you, you're able to put together such such impressive drives and, and get inside the ten yard line. Always always need to come away with points, especially against a, a really solid team.
1: Yeah, you do, and you know, and just very uncharacteristic of our team. I mean, we've uh, been very very good and very efficient at finishing our drives this year. That's part of why we were eleven and zero going into the season and are going into this game and. You know, just things went awry for one reason or another, and it was it was frustrating. You know uh, that we that we didn't capitalize, and looking back on it today, it's just you know we're, we're licking our wounds, and I know we got to move forward and get ready for you know, the next contest. And it's just it's a little harder to do when you know you should still be playing.
0: Right, and it's certainly understandable, Sean Pender, head coach. Of the Brunswick High Pirates, our guest here on the high school sports roundup. A Tough loss to Decula last night there in the second round of the playoffs to end the season there, twenty-nine to twenty-one. And and uh, yeah, coach, you talk about that being able to uh, kind of sort that out as the game went on. Battle back a couple big touchdown uh, by touchdown drives a touchdown runs by Jacoby Hill, tying it up fourteen to fourteen there before the half. And um, there, uh, of course, uh, down the stretch. You have Decula fumbling on, on on the goal line. You take over and, and uh, the the safety there following that, but still again able to battle back there till the end. Uh, score the touchdown, get the onside kick, and and have that pick six there there late as well. So a tough a tough way to lose it that way for sure. Uh, but certainly able to battle back, get back in that ball game, and make it uh, that you know down till the end.
1: Yeah, um, you know, we our kids did battle, I will say that. Our kids played very hard. You know, we made mental mistakes, but physically uh, our kids gave outstanding effort, you know, throughout the game, and, and, you know, of course I'm proud of them, proud of the season that they had, and my heart aches, you know, for them as well, and, and you know, we, we put so much into this uh, season, and, um, you know, we, should, we still should be playing, but we made mistakes that cost us, and... But our kids gave tremendous effort. I will I will say that.
0: Right, Coach, absolutely. And uh, when, you know, you, you look back, you obviously you have, you know, you get to this point of the year and certainly a, a tough loss there. You, you don't want it uh, to be the end, especially for, for those seniors. But uh, at the end of the day, those guys that played their last ball game there last night obviously have, have put together an impressive resume there at, at Brunswick High with what they've been able to do over the past four years. Uh, you mentioned that the playoff berths there, and, uh, of course, the undefeated season region championship, uh, uh, you know, two region championships in the last uh, two years. You had uh, the, the one that split there last year, and then, of course, uh, the, the three-way tie at the top, and then, of course, this year going undefeated and winning the region championship as well. And uh, just the, those guys obviously able to put together a, uh, a very good, a fantastic career there at Brunswick High. And, you know, everyone wants it to end there in the state championship game when, when you're a senior um, and hoisting that trophy. But uh, still, uh, th- those guys have been a part of this program in a very strong way and, and uh, put together a, a very uh, big, big four years for, for the Pirates.
1: Yeah, they really have. And, you know, this year, I mean, we're also very disappointed with last night. But, you know, overall, it was the best season Brunswick has had in 22 years. Right. So uh, when, when you look at that, you know uh, you, there's definitely some things that you can go back and remember.
0: Yeah, coach, for sure. And uh, looking forward, uh, you know, to that. Uh, but uh, now also, you, you have, like you said, you, you wake up and and you know, tough to have that game last night. You, you know, that tough to look back on it. At the same time, uh, moving forward as well, I know uh, high school football season will be here before we know it once again. And uh, I know you got some some young talent that you're looking forward to bringing back there with the pirates.
1: Yeah, we do. We, you know, we're gonna have some waiting, but uh, we do have some young talent, some kids that are itching to get their shot and their opportunity, and you know, hopefully, we'll have the fuel ready and, and be ready to reload next season.
0: That yeah, coach for sure. Uh, finally, um, I, I, you know, I read it uh, there in in the Brunswick News. There, I want, certainly want to give give credit to them for for their coverage, and you, you know, it, it said it quote that the first thing you said about this football team is is you love them and just proud of them for uh, what they were able to do and I, I feel like it, it, we'd be remiss to also not mention you know what what they were able to do on the field and and off the field in the community um, obviously with with everything the team and and with the community has been through over the past year and a half two years uh, with with obviously all, all the different things going on of, of course you have the Amon uh, auberry case as well and how that's impacted the team that you have uh, pandemic and and everything like that, but uh, coach, just how proud are you of are you of them not only with the on the field stuff but the off the field stuff as well that they've been able to do in the community?
1: No, I'm extremely proud of that, PJ. Um, I mean that's that's a that's a whole another show that we can talk about when we talk about how proud I am and the things that we did um, off the field and just uh, the unity stuff that our our kids are about and uh, you know we we were trying to embrace that and. Uh, trying to help help our community with some healing and, and uh making sure we kind of stay together instead so of fall apart because you know in today's world uh you know it's it's everyone's like picking at you to 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 fall apart in some aspect or whatnot, and for us to be able to overcome some of the things that we were able to overcome and then not just overcome that but also start to you know, giving back and doing things for our community that we needed to do, that we felt, you know, led to do. Uh, you know, our, our kids bought into that and, and did well. It helped them with their healing process and help our community uh, with its healing process as well.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Sean Pender, head coach. Of the Brunswick High Pirates, our guests here on the High School Sports Roundup as a tough one there last night to the Cula 29-21, but a, a heck of an impressive season for the Brunswick High Pirates. Uh, again, uh, best one since, uh, like you said, uh, 21 years since 1999 uh, with the undefeated record region championship uh, there for the Pirates throughout the regular season then. Uh, and, the, of course, uh, the big round one win as well for the Pirates. But uh, Coach Pender, certainly appreciate it. As we said, next season will be here uh, before we know it. But thank you for coming on all year and, and uh, joining us so, so consistently. And appreciate it. Have a, have a solid off season. We'll certainly uh, be ready to talk to you in a few months when it comes back.
1: All right. Thanks for having me on, BJ. Take care. I
0: right, appreciate it, Coach. Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. So a tough loss there, uh, but the Pirates, uh, you know, with the young talent this team has, uh, completely believe it, they'll they'll be back once again uh, making an impact here in 2022. Uh, Certainly a strong showing by those seniors and uh, with what they've been able to do over the past four years and, of course, this year uh, for the Pirates. And as he said, you know, it's a tough one to swallow because, you know, you didn't play your best game, and you still had an opportunity to win there down the stretch. And and just to think, yeah, you had those opportunities there inside the 10-yard line, not able to come away with points, uh, another one inside the 20, and uh, still only lost by one possession. Still, uh, we're only down by, um, you know, had an opportunity to win the football game in the final minute. So, not even playing the best game that you, that you had, not even having your A game. So... Yeah, a tough one there last night, but again, solid season there by by the Pirates. It's a tough one to end it on, but uh, certainly reflecting back on this season and what these uh, seniors have been able to do over the past four years, they'll have some fond memories of of what they did on the field and off the field uh, for the community uh, with the Brunswick High Pirates. But we'll come back. Some other big games there last night as well, some tough losses, some big wins. Also, punching uh, tickets to the third round of the playoffs. We'll come back, talk about all of it here on the High School Sports Roundup, uh, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki And welcome back. It's the High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki the ESPN app, ESPNCoastal.com. It's all presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on the Roundup, and P.J. Zuko here uh, chatting about all these huge high school football games from last night, second round of the GHSA playoffs, at Giza playoffs there as well, and uh, some some huge matchups, huge games, some big wins from coastal Georgia area teams, some tough losses there as well. But last night, Decula gets the victory over Brunswick High, 29-21. It was uh, 29-21. It was Calhoun over Ware County, 49-42. Uh, Manchester gets the victory over McIntosh County Academy in overtime. Uh, the triple overtime there, 19 to 13. It was Meadow over Slay County, 33 to six. Pierce County defeating Dawson County, 49 to nothing. County over Cherokee Bluff, 34 to 20, there as well. And as we mentioned, a, a tough one there for McIntosh County Academy. In an absolute battle last night with Manchester uh, there in Darien as uh, Manchester gets the win there after a few overtimes, 19-13. to 13. Joining us now, the head coach of the McIntosh County Academy Buccaneers, Bradley Warren, here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach Warren, uh, great to have you on this morning. I know a tough loss uh, there last night, but uh, how are you doing this morning?
2: i good, PJ. I'm about to take my son to work at a Christmas tree for him, so I'm in dad mode this morning.
0: I uh, got you, Coach. I certainly appreciate uh, you coming on uh, even even with that so uh so, but like, like you said uh, Dad Modi, you know th- those things uh, come first without a doubt as well but uh coach uh, obviously a tough one there last night you have uh Manchester and a tight uh, defensive wild ball game there for throughout throughout most of it you go into overtime with with both teams uh they're knotted up at, at seven and after a few overtimes Manchester just uh able to, to squeak out the victory there 19 to 13 and uh, again, just an absolute battle between these two teams all night.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, going into the – at the end of regulation, they had 79 yards of offense. We had 170. So it wasn't uh, – it was definitely, like you just said, a defensive battle. We, we anticipated that going in. We knew that uh, they were really big, really physical. Uh, playing for our new coach, Stephen Holmes, who's done a good job. Uh, we knew defensively that they they knew what we were going to do because they run the wing tee uh, as well. So it was, it was tough sledding early. We opened up the game with a score, kicked the extra point. And then the other drives that we had going on, P.J., we had several other drives, but we were uh, short on the clock. Uh, for the half, we were down taking shots in the end zone and just couldn't punch it in and a couple of other times. But in the fourth quarter, we had a uh, we had the ball, uh, on about our fifty-yard line, with a, a chance to put the game away, or run more clock out, and we we fumbled. You know, in a ball game like of this magnitude, just two or three mistakes can uh, cost you a ball game. That's ended, that end That's what happened
1: last night.
0: Yeah, coach. Uh, certainly uh, understandable there, and a, a tough one. Uh, that, like, like you said, uh, you know, some some of those mistakes can can come up big. And uh, you mentioned that those going through overtime there as well. Just that kind of wild uh, back and forth you have the second overtime where both teams find the end zone uh, both teams not able to convert on, on the PAT so it comes up to uh, that the next overtime where where McIta- where excuse me where where Manchester was was able to get the win so like you said uh, just uh, back and forth all night when you talk about both defenses making plays and, and coming up and making big plays and there then of course you you have the uh, overtimes there where where in the third uh, Manchester was was able to punch it in, in the end zone there late
2: Yeah, overtimes were were crazy. It was very intense. Both teams were were hungry for a win and to go to the next round. So the first overtime, we started off with a uh, sweep to uh, our big fullback that we had scored on earlier in the game in the first quarter, and uh, their defensive end shot outside, and we we didn't block him very well. So we got hit for a loss. In the second play, we received a penalty, so we didn't score uh, in that first overtime, which is scary, you know, because the opposing team then has the ball on the 15-yard line. So uh, we were able to uh, stop them as well. Um, I think we had a sack, and they had a penalty. So the first overtime was sloppy. Second overtime, we looked really good. We punched it in and uh, missed the extra point um, wide left. So I knew we were in trouble with the extra point. Uh, They scored, and, B.J., we were able to get a hand on the extra point and uh, forced it to hit the upright and fall short. So it was 13-13 going into the third overtime. And we had the football, and uh, we gave it to one of our better players. And uh, he was trying to make a play. He had about a nine-yard gain, and uh, the ball was dislodged. They they came up with a ball. Then uh, we battled there uh, pretty hard. Um, The ball game ended up being fourth and goal on the one, and they ran a quarterback sneak, and uh, there was a judgment call there on whether he got in or not. Uh, Then, you know, before that to give them their – their scoring overtime we had them fourth and 15 and gave up a uh, an outside fake comeback for a touchdown which was, was really 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 hurt
0: yeah coach uh, certainly certainly understandable there and uh, as you mentioned just uh, a tough way to go down but without a doubt uh still uh, like you said proud proud of your guys to be able to battle all night uh, through those overtimes and and come up uh, just a bit short but uh coach uh, at the end of the day uh, obviously uh, this, uh, not how you want to end it, but that this is the last time, that those, those seniors are, are going to be uh, there on the field for, for the Buccaneers. When you look back at uh, what they've been able to do since, since you've been there and, and also just what they've been able to do over their four years there at McIntosh County Academy, and obviously able to battle through this season, make it uh, get the, get the upset win there in the first round, and then almost punch a ticket there to the third round as well with, uh, you know, the, the, the game last night, but uh, well, when you look back and what they've been able to do, what will you think of most for, for these seniors uh, here for the Buccaneers?
2: Uh, you know, mostly I've, I've got ten seniors on this year's football team, and uh, eight of them have been with me since day one. And uh, I love those guys, man. They've uh, they've really worked hard. I think the thing that defines them is, is actually their work ethic. They were pumping iron and lifting yesterday on game day. They're a hardcore bunch, uh, so I'm going to miss them in that regard. And I think their legacy that they they probably left behind is the work ethic, the hardcore uh, mentality of uh, "Hey, if you'll train hard, you'll not only be hard, but you'll be hard to beat" type motto. And uh, that that's kind of the brand of football we like to play: good defense, ball control, offense, and uh, have a chance to win in the end. This time we just came up a little short. Those guys are uh, tremendous leaders. We're gonna we're gonna miss them.
0: Yeah, coach, understandable and and for sure. Uh, like you said, some some great leaders there on that team and, and uh, looking forward to what they do next. But then again, Coach, I, I know uh, before we know it, we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, 2022 uh, season of high school football and uh, looking forward to that for sure. And uh, what, what do you get to look forward to with guys coming back? I know there's a number of young guys that uh, have been able to make plays this year that you're looking forward to, to doing the, the exact same thing and uh, move forward even more here next year. Yeah,
2: we have a uh, – this you know, The group is going to be seniors next year. That's the first class that we were able to put together on our own. So we have uh, 19 juniors uh, coming in next year, which is a huge class for single A. And those guys are are impact players, and many of them started last night. Uh, I was just thinking about two of our linemen we have coming back, middle linebacker Lake Linton, uh, the Campbell Twins, the Phil, Phil Will Fillmore quarterback, uh, we've got some wide receivers. We've got a good core back. We're just going to have to plug in the pieces of, uh, you know, who's going to fill these big shoes and uh, how.
0: All right, coach. Uh, completely understandable. But looking forward uh, to seeing how McIntosh County Academy uh, does move forward here in 2022 and uh, progress throughout the off season. But a very impressive uh, 2021 season for McIntosh County to look back on as well, and uh, a great career for these seniors here for the Buccaneers also. But uh, Bradley Warren, head coach of the McIntosh County Academy Buccaneers, been our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach, great to have you on once again. Uh, great to talk to you throughout the season, and we'll certainly uh, look forward to, to next year as well. Appreciate it, and hope you have a good one. Thank
2: you, Pete. I appreciate your call.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, Bradley Warren, head coach of the McIntosh County Academy Buccaneers, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. We'll come back, wrap it all up here on the Roundup, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okefenokee. Welcome back High School Sports Roundup, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okefenokee. P.J. Zuko here with you uh, for one final time here this weekend, the second round of the GHSA playoffs. Cula over Brunswick High, 29-21. Calhoun defeats Ware County, 49-42. It was Pierce County over Dawson County, 49 to nothing. And Appling County getting the victory over Cherokee Bluff, 34-20. Manchester defeats McIntosh County Academy, 19-13 in triple overtime. meta over Slay County, 33-6. Holy Innocence defeating Savannah Country Day, 42-7. And Calvary Day over Wesleyan, 35 to nothing. Tough way to end Frederica Academy season uh, with them uh, having to uh, cancel their game in the Giza playoffs due to uh, COVID and tracing issues and things like that. So... Uh, Hearts go out to uh, Frederica Academy to end the season like that, end the season without actually being on the field. You never like to see that by by any means. So tough one for them, but uh, we'll certainly look forward to Pierce County and Appling County moving on and hopefully punching their ticket to the semifinals next week in Thanksgiving. But PJ Zuko, High School Sports Roundup, hope you have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Stay safe. God bless. Have a good one.